seven. And this is getting the right results. If those who are cooking and you're doing, doing a cake, uh, you have to have the right results. Uh, any type of cooking, you, it's, you better get the right results. If not, people will respond uh, to that, okay? So, uh, so as we come to this verse for this morning, Proverbs, it says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but let not your heart, uh, let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will do to you. Uh, let, not let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then it says, so you will find favor and good success in the sight of, of God and man. And so it goes uh, on to say, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own what? In all your ways do what? Acknowledge him and he will make you straight. Direct your path or make you straight, straight your path. Uh, this is the ESV version. Be not wise in your what? Own eyes. <laughs> no, don't try to be slick in that area. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord or respect the Lord and turn away from evil. So as we look at these verses, we'll be going through it, thinking it through. Obtaining results is, is uh, built into our nature, but how we acquire it must be God-honoring. This is a reality that, come, uh, that comes true. It, uh, it flows with his will. Now let me um, just say right now, I was sharing with the board in our devotions. Uh, repeat after me, connecting the dots. What is it? You remember uh, those, 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 remember those, before they stepped on all this electronic stuff out, they had these, these dots. And when you put all those dots there, if you connect them right, it'll form a picture. Now, the originator put the dots there and left the lines out. God, have, God has already put all the dots in our life. Now he's saying, I want you to connect the dots. Now don't get the picture, just because you connected the first and second dot is not the picture, so slow down, you're not finished yet, connect all the dots. Proverbs is, is telling us if you really want to be where God wants you to be, uh, where God want, want you to be, that if you really want to be successful, if you really want peace, if you really want to impact lives, then Proverbs Three verses one through seven starts it off. It says you have to get in the get in the principle of using your tools well. If you use the right tool, you will finish. If you use the wrong tool, you will not. And so we we go on then, embracing the concept. The law demands to be first, and this is a non-negotiable. He demands to be first. He's not asking to be first. He says, I expect to be first. Why? Because I created you. I expect to be first. So, clarifying our thoughts for this morning, what are the biblical steps in getting the, uh, the right results all the time? And notice what I said, all the time. And I personally believe that. I know some say, well, you can't get things right all the time. Yes, you can. Uh, what's your burden of proof? Remember what Psalm says? In his law does he meditate what? 
He should be like a tree planted by his rivers of water. And whatsoever, what? He'll prosper. Whatever he does, he'll prosper. Because God has his stamp on it. So what I'm simply saying is this. Whatever you find yourself failing in, if you get it right the first time, they call it dirt fit, do it right the first time. If you do it right the first time, then God will co continually bless it and it will expand and keep on going. Um, here's the outline there. Number one, let us consider four steps in getting results that are God-honoring. The first one is what? Guard with great deliverance. Two, trust with Three, four, GTLA, God, trust, lean, acknowledge. Guard, trust, lean, and acknowledge. Connect the dots, and you can be successful all the time. Well, Pastor Aggie, you don't look like you're successful. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Here's the word of God. Connect the dots, and you will be successful all the time. Let me watch. Now watch this. If, if this scripture does not touch every, it does get down to everything you're doing. It just gives the general broad uh, picture here. And it says, now, all I want you to do is connect the dots, and all of a sudden you'll find everything that you're doing will be right. You'll never doubt. Because why? You know the principle of how you are successful all the time. Guaranteed. It, let individuals start talking, and I can tell you where you fall apart. Know where we fall apart first? We always fall apart in the spiritual realm. We always put God second, third, fourth. How many times God said, I want to be first? Matter of fact, he says, even in, in uh, the commandments, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with what? All your heart all your soul, and all thy mind. And then it says, love thy neighbor as thyself. It says, and on this, all of the, the law and the prophets, uh, and that's true about uh, 665, it says, all of the uh, 665 uh, uh, things that's going on tie into these two things. And so God says, I have to be first. Well, let's, let's start off then. Number one, when we talk about guard with great diligence, God is saying, what, what are you guarding? Whatever God has put in your possession, he expects you to keep it, watch it, put it in a safe place. And so, my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. That's what you're guarding. For length of days and years of life and peace, they will add to you. Let not steadfast uh, love, let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. You see what it says there? How can I find favor and good success in the sight of God? I have to go back to the list. And you know what? As we go into scripture, my, my challenge to you is... Check out the verbs. And it says, now, don't forget my teaching, but let your heart what? Keep my commandments. For the length of days and years of life and peace, they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness, what? Forsake you. 
What is to bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. It says you will find favor and good success in the sight of God. Let's see if we can break this down a little bit more. Observation. It is important to create an environment that will ensure productivity. Consider the commands that are given. Be in remembrance of it. Since the first thing I want you to do is memorize. When we memorize scriptures, that word that I hear in my heart, that I might not sin against God. It will guard you against decisions and words you say and the things you do. I've hidden in my heart and that I might not sin against God. Be attached to it your, uh, to it, your way of life. Uh, well, be attached to it. Oh, boy. I didn't see my right. Okay. In other words, it has to be attached to your way of life. Okay, we say the devil made me do it, but anyway. Uh, so it has to be, in other words, it not only has to be a phrase said, it must be a life lived, attached to your way of life. Then be sure that this is embedded in your heart. There are some things that you have made up your mind, I will not do. May we do this even when it comes down to the word of God. God says, you want to be successful? He says, here's how you start. First, you start with me. He says, with my commandments, here's what I want you to do with my commandments. Make sure that it always starts off first before you say or do anything, or you will fail. Why did you fail? Why do a person uh, uh, fall behind? Why do they fail? Because their first failure was never in the physical. It was always in the spiritual. That's the crux of my, that's the crux of my uh, counseling. Every time folks come through the door, I understand it's a spiritual problem before it's a physical problem. So I don't spend a whole lot of time on physical. I told a couple when they came in, I said, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on you all pointing fingers. We're going to deal with your ignorance and what you don't know. And then what you don't know, I want you to know and practice. You know what the young lady said? He said, Pastor, I don't mind you calling me ignorant. Give me more of what you're saying so I can make a change in my life. He said, say the word. Go ahead and say ignorant. I just want to know what I don't know. You remember that phrase? He, who's, who, he who knows and knows he knows, he's wise. He who knows and thinks he knows, he's a student. Train him. First one, he's wise, follow him. The other one, train him. Then he who says he knows and don't know is a fool. Avoid him. And so it's so important that we get to know God's word. Embed it in your heart. Notice the benefits of uh, making this a way of life. Um, consider the source of effective, uh, effectiveness of love. Be dedicated to it. Be loyal to it. Be diligent in making a mark on your heart. That is so important. Observation. Notice God's response to this level of dedication. Let's read it together. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Be dedicated to his commandments. Be loyal in the commandments. Be diligent in this area. If we work hard at making this a part of our lives, then everything you do, like Psalm says, whatever you do, it will prosper. Not only that, 
it has a little little thing there that says, not only will you become a prosperous, get this now, you will find favor. Remember what the angels uh, said to Mary? Okay. He told Mary that you have found favor with God. When you get favor with God, uh, and that you can only do that through obedience, then good success follows. Favor is spiritual. Success is physical. You see what's happening? You'll find favor with God spiritually, and then whatever you do, you become successful. There's some, there's some things you build into your, your vocabulary. The word no. There's some people and some things you have to say no to. If you don't say no to, because whatever you say yes to, you are obligated to that yes. Never say yes without taking in, uh, the full picture of why you're saying yes. Let's see if we can uh, get this going again. Okay, well, thank you. Number two. It says, trust without doubting. When we, when we look at this trusting without doubting, for some reason this is, uh, this is acting up. Okay. Uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. It is the exact uh, attaching word, word to God and his, his word. It is a sign of commitment. It is evidence of a clear thinking. It reveals the stability of heart and mind. It is a guarantee of maturity. It is assurance of having and maintaining an inner peace. It is very important that we make this, this very thing, uh, our goal, even our way of life. Please remember that, that all means all, and that's all. It is not a request or suggestion or desire to be considered. Trust in the Lord with what? All your And that's why you start seeing all through the verse. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And then, then all of a sudden, the button is pushed and it's in motion. Trust all, all, that's all. God says, I got it now. God looks for us to move. He has the answer, and he'll move from there. He wants us to trust him. My question is this, am I trusting God? One of the benefits of trusting God, you remember what Isaiah 26, 3 says, trust in the Lord, what? All your heart. I mean, that's Isaiah. Thou shalt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he what? Trust in him. Perfect peace is connected to trust. I've told you this over and over again, but uh, I'll just say it again and uh, real briefly about Rebecca when she was real young on that dresser, and I told her to jump, and uh, she kept saying, come a little closer, Daddy. Come a little closer. Because the dresser was there, and I was standing here. And she looked down the, the, the deep valley down between, and she said, come a little closer, Daddy. Come a little closer. So I moved up a little closer. And she said, one, two, nah, come a little closer, Daddy. Come a little closer. So I came a little closer, she said. And so when, when I got close enough where she was assured, you know, then she said, uh, this was initiating her trust. Then I said, okay, baby, jump. And she jumped. And when she jumped, I grabbed her and I hold her. I said, good job. She said, I said, you want to do it again? Yeah. So what happened this time, 
every time now that she's jumping, I move back. Every time she jumped, you know, then uh, she started jumping back, pushed it backwards. She was jumping sideways. You know why? She trusted daddy. I was tempted to say, <laughs> you know, but then I'll have to answer for that. But uh, the whole idea is this, that you can trust God. And the trust means that he puts his whole reputation on who he is to back you up. So, so since if, you want, if you want to do it right the first time, my question is this. How much do you trust God? If you don't trust him, you're going to be a failure. It's not. The plans might look good. The plan might be well thought out. But if you don't trust him, it won't happen. Everybody with me so far? So then if we're going to do, do it right the first time, because every time that you mess up, then you're going to start emotionally ass assessing it and rationalizing it and try to do this again. And, do it. and God says, you're still mess missing it. You are to come to me. Trust me. I got this. I got you. I have your whole life together. I have all the dots. Your job is to take the line and connect the dots. That's your job. Trust him. So, number three, I have to see what's going on with this. Uh, for some reason, this is uh, acting up. Number three, there's a process that is connected in leaning to rely on it, to depend on it, to believe it, placing value and worth on a person's place uh, or thing. There is another reason not to lean on your personal agenda, your plan. Let me keep you right there. See, there's, there, there are results are, are not guaranteed. Now, notice this. There's a process that is connected in leaning. It means to rely, to depend, to believe, to believe, and placing value and worth on the, on the person, place, or thing. So when you say, I trust, then you will put attaching value and worth and everything else to it. You trust that seat when you came in, you sat down, you did not try to, you didn't see whether it was gonna fall apart or anything else. You just came in and you sat down and it's supposed to hold you, okay? Why? Because it's been there all the time and that's what it's designed to do, so I trust it. There are so many things we trust, we trust in and God said it's amazing. You know how to trust, it's the, the thing now is learning to whom you should be trusting or what you should be trusting. He says, trust me in this area. Whenever you trust people and things before God, that is an insult. It breaks his heart. It breaks his heart. The results are not guaranteed. When you trust yourself, <laughs> the person, place, or thing has limitations. It is deliberately making a decision and taking ownership of the immediate situation. When it is fertile ground for being swayed by the tyranny of the urgent. That's, that's your agenda. Whenever you leave God out of it, this is what's going to happen. Your results are not guaranteed. God guaranteed his results. The person, place, or thing have limitations. It has physical limitations. Next. It's, it's deliberately making the decision and taking ownership of an immediate situation. That's why the saints in the Old Testament kept on messing up. King Saul 
when God didn't show up when he should have shown up. He took things in his own hands and went, went to the witch of Endor to get an answer. Instead of waiting on God, he went to a witch. He said, I, I need an answer. So he went to the witch. And the witch said, wait a minute, why did you, you know, she said, she pointed him out and said, hey, you're doing the wrong thing. You're in real trouble. The witch was scared. Then he, he tried to raise uh, then he, Samuel. And Samuel said, why did you disturb me? He said, I tell you what's going to happen. You're going to die in battle. Oh, it scared him. Hey, but you were looking for an answer. You should have trusted God like Hezekiah. Hezekiah and the folks were surrounded by the Syrian army, and they, they got a letter, you're going to be dead. There's no need of you you're fighting this thing. He went into the temple, laid it out before the Lord. And when they woke the next morning, all 100, I think, and 35,000 of those individuals were dead. Why? Because God says, I got your back. You leave it to me, I got you. You trust in your own self, you have, to, you have to insure it. Bottom line, don't lean on the physical, rational, and logical approach that this world uses, but lean on the word of God. If you don't remember anything else, if you uh, want to make a change, I don't know how many of you are really leaning on the word of God. I didn't ask that you know about it. I didn't ask that you read it. I'm asking, do you really lean on the word of God? How can you lean on the word of God and be worried? How can you lean on the word of God and you have no plan? You, you see, in Ephesians it says if you lack wisdom, what are you supposed to do? Ask God. And guess what he'll do? He'll give it to you. He'll tell you. And therefore... Your plans must be saturated with the will of God. And when you have the will of God, you have the power of God, the authority of God, the direction of God. And therefore, it is so important. It says, lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Number four, you've been very patient. Acknowledge your source, God our Father. We say acknowledge and look, Proverbs 11, uh, all your, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your, your path. Proverbs 5, uh, five uh, verbs that are synonymous to this word acknowledge. First, recognize his power, wisdom, and authority. How do I acknowledge God? I recognize, and in your prayer, start off with where he's at. Start off at the throne. I acknowledge him. One of the things that we, we, we do in society, in the physical world, if there is a dignitary, you always recognize the dignitary. If you can ready to do a speech or whatever, please. Don't bypass them to do what you're going to do. Whenever there's a dignitary, especially they invited you somewhere, you are to acknowledge them. Acknowledge them. Then how much so when it comes to God? How many times... Have we done something and we did not acknowledge God first? Okay. Don't use a quote from somebody else. You acknowledge God. Keep it personal. Keep it personal. Allow him full control. 
Recognize his power, wisdom, and authority. Allow him full control. Lean not to your own understanding. So make sure that he's in full, he's full uh, control and you're not. David said that uh, uh, I will not tell you with things that are too high for me. I'm not going to go too deep into this. He's talking about the fact of trusting God. Accept his wisdom and, and guidance. It says, and all these ways to acknowledge him and give him control. And, what's, and guess what? Uh, he will make sure that it's going to come to pass. He said, and he will make straight your path. Grant him the glory and honor that he deserves. Now, we talk about the glory and honor that he's deserved. Then we go to the next one then. Concede to his way. Next. Get it right concerning the Lord's place in your life. And you will always prosper in anything you do. Think or say. And he will direct your path or your steps. Recognize him. Allow him. Accept his wisdom. Grant him the glory. Concede to his way. Turn yourself over to his way. And guess what he'll do? He'll take it from there. So my prayer this morning for you, beloved saints of God, that you do just that. So when we uh, talk, be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Three things will happen. It will activate the promise. It will engage the process. And it will ensure favorable outcome. Let's say that together. Ready? It will activate the promise. It will engage the process. It will ensure favor. That's what Proverbs is saying. Proverbs says, you don't start with your plans. You start with your heart. When you start with your heart, you're saying, God, I want you to be in complete control. Therefore, when you tell me to do something, I'm not going to doubt. I'm going to trust you in the process. It says, whenever you're that way, um, now I don't push out the whole idea of counsel in a, uh, uh, a multitude, uh, you, you have counsel, the Bible talks about that. But God is saying, I give you the direct, direction, and I give my promise, I give you the process, and then the res results of it is, I'll give you favorable outcome. Now, you can apply that to your family, you can apply it to your work, whatever you do, God says, you do this, please. Don't put it down if you haven't practiced it. Don't put it down if you have not committed to it. This is not like one of these little tasties, I taste and see. No, you have to actually commit to it. Commit to it. After you commit to it, then come up with the fact that the, the results of it. Did God do what he said that he was going to do? If he did what, what he promised to do, then you have a testimony. But if you quit in the minute, middle of the race and say that this is not going to work, then you are the failure, not God. Do what he says, guaranteed you'll get results. Guaranteed you'll get results. One last thing then. Getting the right results is not by chance, but by choice. If you decide to continue to choose your way, all of the benefits and the favorable outcome will be taken off the table of God's provision and opportunity, choose well. Let me repeat it again. 
if you choose from this day forward, if you and I choose from this day forward to do it my way, then forget about Proverbs 3, 1 through 7. Know why? You've messed up in the spiritual realm. Because when you mess up in the spiritual realm, whereas you put it all on the altar, you trust God unreservedly, when you trust God in that way, then hey, uh, you'll be uh, undefeated. You, you uh, try to do it your way, you want to put a safeguard over here, and a safeguard over here, and a safeguard over here, and not only plan A, B, you have a C, and a D, and a, you know what that reminds me of? That remind me, I, uh, every now and then I look at YouTube at babies, and they're showing babies trying to get out of, off the beds and everything else. It's amazing how these little babies, uh, how smart they are. What happened was this baby was crawling, he wanted to get on the floor, he went over and looked over at the floor, and then he went and he got one pillow and pushed it on the floor. Then he went and got another pillow and he dropped it on the floor. It was three of them. And it was, he got another pillow and he dropped it on the floor. Now once he did all of that, then he eased down backwards and when he fell, he, he hit on the pillows and rolled slowly to the floor. <laughs> he got up and then started his little walking. <laughs> Why? Because you see, he realized I can't do anything unless I have my pillows in place. God says, let me help you. You don't have to lay your little pillows. You might drop one the wrong way and, uh, and you might hurt yourself. Let me do it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him. And what would he do? I'll tell you what to do. Somebody is telling you. The question is who? If it's God, you'll be a success. If it's not God, you're in trouble. If it's God, you have a testimony. Okay. If it's not God, you have a complaint and a bunch of excuses. My challenge to you is go back and review Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And then you'll see other scriptures that begin to tie into and reinforce Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And, as it, and it keeps saying, trust God, trust God, trust God all the time. And as we close in prayer, if you're not there yet, if you're still struggling in that area, then we want to um, pray for you this morning. Let us bow in prayer. Father, when it is important that we get this thing right the first time. It keeps us from repeating. It keeps us from unnecessary pain and frustrations and embarrassments. Lord, help us to do it your way. It does not mean that things will be beautiful. It does not mean that there will not, will not be valleys. But I hear what you're saying. You will direct my path. And Lord, to, for you to direct my path means I'm following you and not w going in front of you. Help us, Lord, to be skilled at following you. And experiencing all that you have now and forever.
Thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said, amen. If you stand, if you stand, and we'll uh, come to the last song. Then, lead me, guide me along the way, for if you lead me, I will not stray. I, I am weak. 